Hello and welcome to Voice Note, the fortnightly podcast where we share our musings about modern life and invite you to share yours too. We are four friends who met at university. Georgie, Laura, Una and Chloe. Now sadly separated by geography but brought back together by the power of the Voice Note. When it's discussing dating, family drama or our latest cultural recommendations, we love nothing more than a rambling voice note. So settle down with a glass of wine or cup of tea and enjoy some hopefully relatable content. This week, with Valentine's Day coming up, we are of course talking about love, but the non-romantic forms of love that too often go unnoticed or unappreciated. We chat about practising self-love, platonic love languages and basically how much we love our friends. But first, let's hear from our voice noter talk about long-lasting friendship to kick us off. Hello, um, it's Sherry again, just talking about my favourite Galentines. I just want to give a big shout out to my best friend Eleanor, who I saw about two days before lockdown started uh, last year in March. We've been friends since my first year of university and she is probably one of the only people in my life that I can be completely honest with. Um, I think it's so important to have a day where you celebrate your female friends who are just as important as your life partner um, and are there for you with all of the trials and tribulations that you go through and will probably know you for longer than your partner does um, because you're more likely to meet your partner later on in life. Um, I think it's so, so important to celebrate all relationships, not just romantic ones. Thank you, Sherry, for this voice note. It was so nice to hear about your friendship. And what it really brought out for me was that when you're thinking about kind of love and like non-romantic love, you know, we want romantic love because we think they're going to be this one person who will, you know, know is entirely and know is inside out. But the fact is, is that you have that with your friends. And like your closest friends, you can kind of tell anything to. And that is so, so special and something that maybe we don't always recognise. Um, and for me, that's kind of really what it was making me think about. And appreciation shout out to, you know, the other girls of this podcast and other my, my other friends out there who like will always be there to listen. Um, and, you know, in normal times, give great hugs. <laughs> Obviously, I am a great hug giver and not that everybody will know this. Um, and yeah, I think I have always really really valued those friendships um and the opportunity just to be myself and be like the silly version (laughs) that I can't always be I think around everyone when I'm trying to be super serious like at work or around yeah people who I'm trying to impress for whatever reason um sometimes boys mostly boys um (laughs) and uh you know thanks that's such a it's not like a unique thing but it's a really important and special aspect of like having nice close friends who you can uh, speak to yeah I um I think the bit that really stood out to me was um what Sherry picked up on there about how your friends know you longer and because you're statistically more likely to meet your like if you are monogamous and looking for like a life partner you are statistically more likely to meet that person later on in life. And like, what are you going to do along the way? Um, Obviously, there probably will be like romantic relationships along the way that start and end. 
an ebb and flow but like your friends are the ones that are there like Mm. by your side in some cases like from very early on in your life um and then you know picking those friends up along the way I do kind of think that um you know a lot of the sort of vulnerability and like closeness that you get in a romantic relationship can't can't necessarily be exactly matched by like those friendships but those friendships are so 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 important like throughout your life and can give you so much um and yeah especially those like more meaningful um friendships that are like super important as well as like the fun and silly and um yeah I love having like different groups of friends that give me like different things in my life there's also a thing I think as you get a bit older like I think it's tempting maybe as a teenager or whenever if you start seeing someone for the first time in a romantic sense or get into a relationship for the very first time it's really tempting to just put put, to coin a love island phrase put all your eggs in one basket um (laughs) and just like it's such a trope isn't it like you know when you get a new partner and you just like ditch your friends which is not a good thing I'm not condoning that but um I think a sign of being mature and growing older is that if you have a partner or you're seeing someone um being able to balance that with maintaining friendships not being that person who like bails on everything like I mean not that we can right now but um in an ideal world like bills on a night out or cancels plans at the last minute because it's like oh well you know me and brad um we're just gonna go to the cinema tonight just well brad just oh. suggested it um oh sorry brad. total side note i'm really impressed that you managed to call to name call to mind a name that definitely mattered if i met a brad <laughs> yeah. no one like is being implicated um but yeah I think an important thing is putting more emphasis on friendships as the voice note said they will they'll always be there and Mm. also it's quite fun to just recall like various bad dating stories with friends which is not something that you could do I guess the same if you had a new partner that's just a bit weird to do (laughs) yeah and I think the um this is a really nice like other side of the coin of a conversation that we've had previously in our episode about friendships where this idea about like how you prioritize different relationships in your life and like you know the the role that friendships for instance but also family relationships and so on like play in your life compared to romantic relationships um and it's nice that um yeah I think we're kind of continuing to pick up on that basically but um I I think the thing that I really, really liked that Sherry cho- uh, picked out there in her voice note was was this element of, um, it's not just that this person knows me better than anyone else or knows me longer, but actually the, the the fact that she can be honest with her about anything. Like a friend is somebody who you can, who who is who's somebody that you can trust like beyond all else, but which probably comes from the fact that they've known you for so long or whatever. But um, I think so often we like equate intimacy with trust and like that kind of like intimacy that you get in a romantic relationship if if you see what I mean um and it, it just becomes this like oh well I'm very close to this person and I share a lot like physically with this person and like you know they see me every waking minute of the day or whatever therefore I can trust them and actually like 
past experience of my own like I don't think that's the case and sometimes the friends who you maybe don't spend every waking minute of your life like talking to the ones who you've had relationships with for a really long time and don't feel the need to like be on the phone to them every five minutes when something goes wrong or um you know like you can go a couple of months maybe without chatting even and then you pick straight up where you left off and there's just this like deep trust this like deep sense that you know each other and like if you need to confide in them or you need advice from them or anything that like the only reason that they're talking to you about that is because they have your interests at heart there's nothing like to gain from that and I I just think that 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 almost sounds like a cynical way of putting it I don't really know I'm rambling a little bit but I just think that like that sense of um trust maybe it's because it's something that I find really difficult to build with people but like the, the element of trust is like the the one that I think we don't celebrate enough almost like when we're saying we don't celebrate friendships enough I want to jump in at this point and give a cultural recommendation I know it's not our cultural recommendations episode um but it's really speaking to me so um I've been listening to this song literally on repeat for the last two weeks and it's called With You by someone called Hannah Grace and um I think maybe she wrote it about a romantic partner but the way I listen to it is I just think about like all of my friends all like throughout the whole thing and actually makes me like quite emotional and it's just it's about like being by someone's side and like being with someone like through thick and thin it's basically saying like I'll be with you like no matter what um and I love like I just love that sentiment and that feeling and like the friendships that I have and like value so dearly just feel like that it's like you know like romantic relationships may come and go like you might see someone go through like two three four five major breakups and like you're going to be with them like by their side um and I and yeah I guess like you know unless you meet the love of your life and you're very lucky and you meet them when you're very young um your friends are actually the people who are going to be with you by your side through a lot of your major life ups and downs yeah Mm. also another cultural recommendation um which i don't know why i didn't think of before um but everything i know about love by dolly alderton which Mm, um i think well all of us have read because also didn't we all like borrow the book off each other when we lived together um and i remember I remember um, we went on a, a girls' holiday to Malta and um, Galta. Galta. And I was sat next to Una on the plane there. And I remember Una reading this book and like, oh my God, I was laughing out loud and me being like, I cannot wait to read this book. And I remember finishing the book and I was on um, a long distance train journey going to like a conference or something and like crying at the end of it on the train um and won't spoil it but it's just like such a nice emotional book and the, the onus the emphasis of the book is that um yeah like you were saying Chloe like your friends are the ones who are there for you through thick and thin and yeah like Dolly Alderton throughout the book talks about all her various um dating escapades but the emphasis is on her friends and like she grew to um really value the love that she gets from her friends which is so lovely and is really just you know what we want people to take from the episode I would recommend the book Mm. it's really funny and just lovely 
Yeah, I think also on the other side of that, another one that I have stopped to appreciate, particularly in the last year, is like the, and I know obviously this isn't the same for everyone and that like I'm, you know, very lucky in the kind of relationship that I have with my family. But the love that you have in a family Mm -hmm. is like one that I think we so often take for granted when you have it. Um, But actually, it's so... um, it kind of links to what I said before to be honest that like sense of trust and like that very particular kind of intimacy that you get from a close familial relationship or a close friendship that sense of being seen and being known and people who really really deeply understand you um and like in the last year I'm feeling a bit emotional actually thinking about it I always do this every time I have a like deep thought about my family I'm like oh my god I'm gonna cry (laughs) um but like just I think in the last year like when things have been so um like uncertain and also you know it has to be mentioned my romantic life has been completely on hold because where where has there been to go (laughs) (laughs) who has there been to meet um the uh the kind of like comfort and like that love has been so important to just like like just getting up and like doing things every day and like being able to um you know uh just get on with things um and like I think it's really nice that we should take some time like right now when there's all you know no shade to them when there's going to be all these like lovely couples who are getting to spend time together at Valentine's Day or whatever because they've they live together or um you know whatever it is that they should get to celebrate that but that the rest of us should be really grateful for all the other kinds of love that we have in our life elsewhere because they've sustained us I guess that's that's what it is like I feel super sustained by um that love like from other people so um yeah mm-hmm. also um wanted to give a little shout out to my sister because I feel very very lucky that I count my sister as like my best friend and I think yeah like familial love is something that is not as you said Una spoken about enough in the context of um celebrations of love and like I obviously have not got to see my sister very often recently but I know that we always have this connection like wherever we are we just under like she understands me more than probably any other person and obviously has known me for my whole life um so shout out to my sister who hopefully is listening to this (laughs) I know what you mean Georgie I mean I think sometimes me and my sister um are not always the best at kind of texting but it's one of those kind of relationships that you have that no matter, you know, if you haven't spoken to each other for a week or you haven't seen each other, even though you've been speaking for like a few months, it's like when you see each other, it's, just, it's like no time has passed to kind of maybe use that cliche phrase. And yeah, you, you can't, I guess, on, well, I don't know, with my sister, I don't feel like our relationship, you know, can in any way be undone and like we're always going to be there for each other. And that's such a ground, grounding, like secure, secure thing that you have I don't, I'm not expressing it very well but mm-hmm. I know what you mean there are so many things that are uncertain in in the world and in life and yeah those people that you can always rely on are like obviously my sister and my family are definitely like really I guess top of that group it's it's one of the most wonderful things um that you can have So we also uh, did a poll on Instagram, as ever, um, about uh, non 
romantic love languages, which sounds a bit jargony, but basically what we mean by love languages is I think there's some sort of like uh, theory slash framework um, that has these five love languages that is generally used for romantic love. Um, and it's basically about how you express your affection and love for other people. Um, and there are these five different ones. So they're quality time, gifts, physical affection, uh, words of love and affection and acts of service. Um, and essentially the idea is that, um, you know, you'll have different love languages that you like to express and different love languages that um or things you like people to do that make you feel loved so you might think or feel that like quality time is the best way for someone to show their love to you over say a gift um but we wanted to know um what your love languages are with people that you're not romantically involved in um so yeah uh we asked you on instagram and uh, the ones that came out top, so the top two were quality time and gifts. And the ones that came um, below those were physical affection and words of affection. I mean, you say that, that words of affection came bottom or last, who knows? Um, but I definitely say love you all the time to like my friends and family every single time I end a call with like friends like the three of you or other people I'm like love you bye mm. um or like my friend Alex always says lots of love um, oh I like <laughs> lots of love that's sweet yeah it's very yeah. sweet but there, I, I completely appreciate why quality time has come out top because I don't think anything really beats spending time with people who make you like happy and mm. feel loved um and yeah, I think obviously, sorry, Chloe Claxon. Um, the sad thing of last year is like not being able to do that as much in person. Totally. Um, and as as I mentioned, aforementioned in the previous segment, um, I love giving people hugs. I call it Laura trademark hugs. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I miss hugging my friends a lot. I love hugging my family. That's been nice. <laughs> continues to be <laughs> continues to be nice. Um, but yeah, really wish yeah. to hug a friend. I, I, I think this whole. I, I really, I really wish I could hug you, Laura. I really wish I could Aww. hug all of you. But um, I think there is something really interesting about like how people have expressed themselves here because, um, obviously Chloe, you just gave a very good overview of like what the concept of love love languages are. I think, um, and I, the issue I always kind of like take with these sorts of terms is that they're they're sort of said to be intrinsic that there's sort of a natural way that people express themselves and a natural way that people like to have love expressed to them but like to me either they're like these things are just not broadly um uh, like divided between people in a sort of equal way or like actually the events of the last year have really magnified the way that that people sort of express their love to one another and the things that they miss because like the fact that quality time comes out top as Laura has rightfully pointed out, that's the thing that we've just not been able to do. Mm. Um, and, you know, even when we do, it's like, oh, wait, sorry, could you repeat that? Because your internet broke up. Like, it's so fucking awkward. And it just feels like, even even when it's, like, even the best conversations I've had in the last year, there's moments of strain because it's just hard. Like, it's just hard. But then on the flip side of that, gifts have also come out really high. And, like, I know, for instance, that, um, like a lot of people have just been trying to find ways to stay in touch with their friends that they wouldn't 
normally and like started sending sort of um gifts or whatever like through the post or you know you know whatever it is that's going on more than they maybe would normally because normally you would just be like oh well it's fine because I'm going to see them in two weeks or or whatever so I I almost feel like the the sort of strain our um our personal relationships have been under in the last year is like reflected in the way that people have answered this yeah Yeah. definitely because I mean it's really interesting because I was actually coincidentally talking to my dad about love languages like before (laughs) we decided um to do this and I was saying oh gifts is like my bottom one like I don't care like I don't (laughs) care about gifts um and actually like in the last year it's totally changed and like gifts are really like the only one of the only channels to like express um that love or that that care and I also really love getting them Mm. um it's like the absence of a hug or quality time that isn't zoom um is like you know the only place you can really be is like outdoors or your home and so like actually you know getting some endorphins with literally like so many of my endorphins are like going down seeing a package and being like oh I didn't order that it's got money and then it's like (laughs) some really nice thing that like a friend has just like thoughtfully sent um and in normal times I would never it would never really send a gift to anyone if it wasn't their birthday or Christmas unless it was like I don't know they were really sad um <laughs> they just had a breakup or something but yeah yeah also shout out to chloe and our other friend patrick who sent me um some postal brownies just randomly this week and um i was like in a work meeting and i came, i opened the door and i saw this massive box i was like oh, what was that i've not ordered anything <laughs> and it was these two big trays of brownies and it was also exciting because i didn't say who they're from um so that was great so thank you for that um yeah yeah, I definitely agree and also I like I definitely don't think I'm a materialistic person um but I feel like a lot of people have said the same that during um pandemic um (laughs) that like they just have become more materialistic because it's like the only um joy that you can glean from everyday life is like Mm. having a new thing like having something like having something yeah fall through your letterbox or ordering something online because it just like makes you feel a little bit happier um Mm. so I definitely yeah agree like the only way of showing someone like you're thinking about them is by sending them something and like I've done that with my sister or like I sent my parents some flowers like one time and like have definitely sent people things like not that not that I don't Mm. not that I would not send you gifts normally not that I would like (laughs) not want to do that but it just is not a thing that people would ever do um yeah it's just never really been in our consciousness it's like not occurred to us before really yeah kind of thing um and I think with the quality time one like when you go on a socially distanced walk with someone there's only so much joy you can get from that (laughs) you can't hug them like you have to do the awkward like oh oh hi oh yeah hi like waving <laughs> but you, oh it's just really awkward um and that yeah, goddamn I, elbow bump I, I know yeah so many people are like I want to keep the elbow bump I'm like put the elbow bump in hell and leave it 
it's just the awkward like wave and then you have to be like oh two meters oh two meters yeah we're two- we're just- yeah hi um it's just such an awkward little dance um but yeah I think I with stuff like this I like love languages I both find them not relatable but also really enjoy doing these little quizzes um mm. like you know like the Myers-Briggs test and stuff like that oh like God, I kind of don't believe in it but also find them so interesting to do for myself and I did do the love languages like online quiz you can do but like for a romantic context um and um it's actually I got a different answer to what I voted in the in the Instagram poll. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but actually, because it was in a romantic context, um, I guess slightly what different. Changes things. But I, I think the acts of service one is quite important in maybe more in a romantic context. But I guess that's kind of more like if your partner's like, oh, I like I made you a cup of tea. Surprise! I think that's really nice. But that's not like, I mean, I can't make you any few cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> or I can't yeah. make my partner a cup of tea either. But um, it's not like not the same. But yeah, I find this type of thing super mm. fun to do. Yeah, that's a really interesting divide as well, because I think the act of service one, I hadn't thought about this until now. But um, to me, that's always felt so thoroughly domestic. And so, like, that's maybe one that I would define for myself if I was talking about my relationship with my family. Like, sometimes it's more powerful powerful for me to like clean up everything after dinner and like do the dishwasher and like clean the kitchen and do all that kind of thing then it would be to just say to my dad I love you like he's probably going to appreciate the fact that I've cleaned the kitchen more so (laughs) like it's a kind of similar thing but with our friends I suppose we maybe don't really have relationships like that where trading like acts of service is Mm. kind of like is is kind of like part of that um that realm Oh, apart um, from flatmates. So, um, yeah, true, true. Nice stuff. Like, um, one of my flatmates yesterday, he'd like gone to the shop to get some stuff and he bought um, us back some like little chocolates. That was just so nice. Oh, nice. Just like a nice little surprise. I think that, that type of thing is really lovely. And yeah, that's obviously not a romantic thing, um, but is just like a lovely thing that you can do for someone. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'd also say like different ones take on different like meanings and I don't know. So say for example, like the words of affection, I would say like I am, I do like like that, but it can also be like, it depends how genuine or how meaningful yeah. it is. So I think like it is, as you were saying, Laura, like it is quite normal to say to someone, I say to like most of my friends at the end of a phone call, like, Uh, lots of love or love you or whatever but like like how much does that because it's just so habitual I don't it doesn't feel like Hmm. oh you know really feel that but then sometimes if you know I don't know like oh you know and someone writes you like a really nice birthday card or like just sends you a really nice Hmm. message out of the blue or something and like that really like yeah that really gets me definitely I've I've briefly I've got a very funny story on this point which is that um classic going back to our gen z conversation last week I'm about to talk about tiktok um (laughs) (laughs) um, there was this guy who did this like prank basically for his friends I guess and he like videoed them he's probably older than us and like put it on tiktok where he would phone them up and he'd be like hey and they'd be like hey and he'd go I've been thinking about you 
and like quite a lot of the time they'd be like what the fuck man like what do you mean you've been thinking about me i saw you like two days ago and they'd be like what's this about like what's going on but like once or twice he was like i've been thinking about you and then the person be like you what and he'd be like I've, I've been thinking about you and that's like the point was that that would be all he would say and then the friend was like oh me too like I've been thinking about you too <laughs> and I was like I watched this when I was on my period and I just like burst into tears and was like oh my god that's so meaningful like if I just phoned someone up or got a call and someone was like oh. I've been thinking about you I'd be like fuck I've been thinking about you too like <laughs> um, <laughs> and I just think like that like I know what you mean Chloe the difference between like that really sincere I mean obviously that was a prank so like it maybe wasn't that sincere but like (laughs) when someone says something to you like that and they really mean it and you can hear in their voice that they really mean it and you just are like bowled over by Mm. that love or appreciation or whatever is just the best it's the best sometimes I actually find it quite hard to express to somebody like how much they like mean to me or like how much something they've done means to me like even sometimes like silly things like at the moment I think like you know like voice notes I get like me and my a couple of my friends like how including you guys obviously but also some other people um like we exchange little voice notes and like that's really fun and has like really boosted my spirits and it means a lot to me that we like have that kind of friendship um but I know I feel I don't, obviously I'm not going to turn around all the time and be like your voice notes mean so much to me Ugh. but I guess you're expressing that that's something you value by like I guess taking part in that and like sending mm. like 10 million voice notes back mm-hmm. <laughs> well it's kind of like the like um typical British stiff upper lip thing isn't it like like it's a it's a stereotype that we like find it difficult to express emo- express emotions and I guess the stereotype is like men more so than women although obviously that should not be the case um but I like I definitely um would uh would not naturally say very um, not that I'm really like cold bitch but I <laughs> in like a normal conversation I wouldn't say really like warm and affectionate things um unless I was drunk honestly for yeah. anyone that doesn't know Georgie like she is the most warm caring hearted yeah. pitch she is like yeah. known amongst all her friends for being the sweetest caring person ever so she couldn't be further from a cold hearted <laughs> I mean in a conversation I wouldn't be like I really value you um, I know it would come naturally to me and also the physical affection would not come naturally to me it's a it's like a running joke in my family that my my sister's love language is physical like acts of affection like she's a big hugger and me and my mom are just not <laughs> she's like I've been deprived <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh that's funny yeah I do remember this Georgie like I remember when we first met like you just weren't into hugs at all I feel like have you come round to hugs a bit more um, um yeah I did uh, like I don't dislike them it's just not like how I naturally I don't know. I just the, the only hug that Georgie thing. will the only hug that Georgie will actively seek out is a trademark Laura hug. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I'd like a Laura hug. I was, I was gonna say when we lived together, I definitely was just constantly hugging everyone all the time. It was like it was like guerrilla warfare, but Laura's <laughs> hugs all the time. 
um, there was definitely quite a selection of pictures of like me hugging like one of you or just like sometimes like I do remember like in the evenings I'd just be like I just want to be hugged and I would just like sit and like hug one of you while we were watching TV and you'd be like okay <laughs> one of my friends um at one point said to me like it was like second year of uni and he was like she's oh he's like she's like a sloth or something like that you have to let her cling <laughs> So we also reached out to you on Instagram this week to find out what your top tips are for self-love, which is obviously a very important aspect of love in general. Um, we got a couple of really nice replies. Um, one of them uh, from one of our listeners was that she treats herself to a date once a month, um, which is just anything where she does something special for herself, which I thought was really nice. We also had another submission where the person said that she indulges in weekly self-care sessions, e.g. Mm. having a bath or a long shower, um, putting on a hair slash face mask and also moisturising. Um, so we are all going to share our kind of top tips for self-love, but mine leads very nicely on from that one, from one of our listeners. Um, so I am a person who thrives from having a routine um it's been harder to have a strict routine recently but one of the ones that I felt um for me has been really well I count it as self-love on a Saturday morning because Saturday's like you know you would just have a nice day like a Saturday's a nice day so um I'd have a bit of a longer shower and I'll shave my legs mostly they're not gonna lie the bottom of my legs (laughs) (laughs) shave them give the people what they want yeah I bought some um I recently got some nice like exfoliate like rose scented exfoliating gel Mm. so I'll exfoliate um and also using my favorite ever body moisturizer which is um from from lush and it's called yognog and i think it's christmas one but it's oh my god it smells so nice so i put that all over um that is that is every saturday morning i'll do that and i would also just recommend as a general self-love tip love honey yes (laughs) (laughs) i think mine probably leaves fairly nicely on from yours as well georgie um the first one, not the Love Honey, although I would recommend Love Honey as well. Um, is yeah, I particularly since lockdown, like I've always done this, but like kind of making a bit of a ritual it, like when I change the sheets on my bed, because um, it's just great, like clean sheets, smelling fresh, crisp, sometimes ironed if you can be bothered. Or like, I can't let's be real. Hello. I know what you mean, Laura. There's something very good about an iron sheet. Oh. I think I, I've maybe done that like once. Um, I say that I could do it all the time. But there's a time I did it, it was very nice. So you got your fresh sheets. And then I just have like a really long shower, but I like like a scented candle. Um with it like what George you say, you know, like I use some like nice calming lavender body oil and you just get into bed and I've got my hot water bottle, my most prized possession. And <laughs> You're just super cosy and you're super comfy and it just feels heavenly. That does sound good. That's what I'm going to do this evening. Um, You're welcome for the tip. Yeah. Also to just before I crack on with my own as well, to follow on from Love Honey, I would also like to recommend Balesa, lesser known, but also Mm. just just putting that out there. Um, uh, I've distracted myself now. 
um <laughs> mind racing <laughs> um, no so yeah I think for for me this is one that I I have to be really conscious about like incorporating into what I do on a daily basis because it's not my natural mode and that's why it's like self-love for me but basically practicing this makes this sound so wanky but like practicing self-compassion um for instance as an example today I went for a run for the first time in months and I was beating myself up about it all day because I was like I've not been for months why is it like 2 p.m and I've still not been for my run doing this whole thing beat myself up and then I came back and I was like you know I went for a run like you went for a run you did that that was really important you did it for you you did it because you wanted to and it doesn't matter how long it took you to do it like you did it um and just actually telling myself like I did a good job is really important for me on a daily basis so that's that's my tip for you so so true um my tip for self-love is actually something that I have learned in therapy training recently um and I'm probably going to botch my description of it um but basically it's this guy called Peter Levine and he does a lot of stuff around like trauma um and it's this like exercise for self-soothing um, and it is sort of meant to calm your parasympathetic nervous system. So the one that kicks in with all your your anxiety. Um, and it's so nice. Like it really, really <laughs> like soothes and calms. Um, and basically there's four poses and I'll share them in like the show notes. Um, but yeah, one of them, you're basically like giving yourself a hug. And then one of them, you've got like your hand on your heart and your other hand on your belly and then there's this one where like you've got your hands behind your ears um Mm. and it maybe sounds a bit weird um and you're obviously like kind of like deep breathing during it but honestly it makes me feel soothed like a little baby (laughs) it's so nice um and yeah I also think like going back to um our point about love languages obviously like we're actually really I was reading a Guardian article about like how we're really missing out on like the the good chemicals that you get from physical touch um Mm. like so many of us are like really missing out on that and that's having an impact on our mental health so actually like like giving yourself a hug it sounds lame it does but honestly like it really does like release the good stuff so yeah (laughs) that is my tip for self-love thanks for listening to this week's episode of voice note we hope you enjoyed Just a reminder to like, share and subscribe on your favourite podcast platform. And if you want to find out about how you can submit a voice note for a future episode, just follow us on our social media accounts. We're on Instagram and Twitter at voicenotepod. And we'll be back in a fortnight's time for more ramblings, reflections and good chats.